you're listening to the only podcast in the universe where clothing is optional, but pot is not. Broadcasting from FEMA Region 7, it's Bowl After Bowl with your hosts, Lorian and Spencer. How good was it so far tonight? I'm average. I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake. Hey, everyone. Hey, in the smoker. In the smoker. We are baked like a cake, exactly. Tits, exactly. I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake. So, hey, this is uh, a lovely show, episode 32. Call it, uh, give her one more try this week. (laughs) Thank you, Fletcher. Nice intro. I started it and had to choke it and restart it. Because I wasn't recording. But, in the magic of how all that works, no one will know. Fletcher is being baked, and so are we. Hey. Hey. Welcome back. (laughs) Also, there was an ISO I have, but I have not dialed in that volume to it. Uh Uh-oh. So it was in the background. You might not have heard the... Lock on. Smoke on. Mwah. Yes. Oh, yes. Quirk ass. Quirk ass. Uh, ISO in the mix. So, we are back live on a Friday night uh, out of the blue, mainly because we felt after Tuesday's episode that we just needed to do another one this week. We just like, it wasn't up to what we wanted to be, what I wanted to be. That's good. Well, why don't you let the listeners know what happened? So, like I, if you listen to the last show, I kind of explain it quickly in the beginning, but we went through the whole show with the soundboard, this little, uh, you mind if I do it, Jay? Lovely machine. It wasn't outputting because when I had turned the stream on, I guess I inadvertently something changed my audio driver. So then it was not outputting. It was outputting into our headphones, but not into the main mix. And so the stream couldn't hear it. And it didn't get recorded. And there was no context when we were back and forth between like clips talking about, you know, TikTok, different things that could make it funny. And you're really talking to no one on the recording. Womp womp. At the end, you could kind of pick it up a little bit out of our headphones and into our mics. Our mics were kind of picking it up. Um, and people were like saying in the chat, hey, we can barely hear it. But they didn't even know they couldn't hear it before because it was so quiet. So. That's kind of what happened. We're back at it uh, with another one this week just because I felt like I needed a redemption. Can't wait till Tuesday. I was upset with myself a little bit. Yeah. Growing pains, though. Yeah, so growing pains. It's the last episode. Uh, If you have a great episode uh, title idea, you could chat it out in the Hog Story channel and the Bull After Bull channel because... uh, Nodebit was kind enough to teach me that it's literally as easy as typing a hashtag to make a channel in IRC. So there you go. Hashtag bowl after bowl. Hey, bowl after bowl channel. What it do you is know? alive and well. And a thing. Could have been a thing this whole time. What do you know? The more you know. The more you know. So shouts out to Nodebit. Uh, I wanted to 
just talk a little bit about getting different things online like that and maybe like just actually invite feedback on what you want and what you'd like because um, he also offered to get us our own stream, which Fletcher kind of mentioned at the very beginning of going live with us. So um, that would maybe entail two different streams going and um, what they played. I don't know. I kind of would want to still play your stuff like the hog story live because you guys kind of helped us get going back again and, and get out there. Um, so anyway, what would you like to see of that? What would you like to see of like a, of a schedule even throughout the week or anything like that? If you have ideas or thoughts, just email them to us. Spencer at bowl after bowl, Lorian and bowl after bowl. There are options for miles to be honest. Nodebit says, yeah, we can build whatever we want to build. So another reason that I bring it up is because, uh, I know that uh, Rhino does this radio show, uh, Rhino the Bearded, and it's going on. I th It may even still be going on, uh, which I didn't know until we decided to do this makeup episode and people in the chat were like, oh, Rhino the Bearded as well is on on Friday nights. So I listened to some of his stuff and I listened to the stuff he had going tonight. I had it going for most of the night. It's a cool music show. So I don't want to overlap or step on whatever's out there that people are already liking. Um, I just kind of want to help feed it and just be, you know, I'll be friends, not be bumping in. So uh, if, if ever that becomes an issue or a problem, just feel free to reach out. Let me know. I would rather have like people talking to me than um, if they're mad and I don't know about it or this or that. I don't I don't know. Um, anyway, so after getting all of that laundry out of the air, we can like relax and have yes. a bowl. All right. After our bowl. Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl. That's the name of the show. <laughs> I, um, uh, did get a lot of garlic trimmed up today as I was listening to the grumpy old bins. Just trimming, uh, the other half of the garlic take. So the first half I had already trimmed up and braided up. And it's all hanging pretty. And then the second half was still just this grassy mess because I hadn't trimmed it or done anything with it. It was still like where it was curing. So I got the trim part done, trim off the roots, trim off the leaves, all that. And then um, now I got to braid it. Yeah, how many heads of garlic did we grow this year? We did just over 100. It's like nice. 106 or something. That one where there was like... A clove growing in the stalk. That was strange. Yeah, that was weird. So we had a garlic that... Um, the stalk, or the bulb grew up, and it grew straight, and then it started growing some more uh, cloves in the stalk higher up. Almost like a second head. Yeah. It was like, but it was in the stalk. Yeah. Crazy. It's weird. I don't it's, know why it happened. Two two of them did that, and one of them was like even bent around up as though it had, I think it got planted upside down, and then it grew in a little spiral because it's like going, like when I pulled it up, the roots were sticking up. So it was goofy. But the garlic is tasty fresh. Yes. Like when I'm, so good. when I get that minced garlic in the jar, I got to just slap so much of it on. I feel like I'm, I'm like, 
the longer I've used that, the more scoops I've been using. But with that, gar you get real garlic. You chop up two or three cloves, and it's like plenty. Yeah, two or three cloves is definitely plenty. It's nice, that. though. It is nice. Too much of fresh garlic is still okay. Uh, and sometimes when you're like stuffed up or swollen up, it feels nice just chomp on one. Oh, yeah. It's good for like tooth infections, too. I just chew on it. <laughs> Clears you up. Yeah, Chibudesh, eat it raw. It helps. Chibudesh also mentioned, hey, podcast at RSS feed, so it doesn't matter when your live is. That is true. Mm. And a good point. Little that little news that I was just irritated waking up to was the first pitch thing. Was the Fauci first pitch? Mm. Oh my God. Just made me so mad. Made me so mad. Just to see it, and like he's throwing the first pitch, right? And just the failure that it was, like, so bad. So it's just like a metaphor for everything. The memes are relentless now for good reason. But then I saw another meme later on. So after I already kind of like was mad and got over it about like what the MLB is this year, then <laughs> there's a meme of him sitting in the stands, like pulling his mask down to his chin to talk to the guy in the seat next to him. And it's him and two people. They're watching the fucking game. It's like they get to go. and They're the only people that get to watch this fucking baseball game. There's cardboard cutouts of uh, fans behind home plate. Oh, So they didn't like fill the whole stadium with fake people. But behind the plate is a bunch of fake fans. Like behind the catcher. That's goofy. It's like I don't know, man. You look at that and you just like have to pause. I mean, I don't see why. If they want to do the social distancing bullcrap, just make the seats six feet apart and still let people come see it. It's incredible. How you got like this enormous stadium, open air, which is essentially outdoors, <laughs> and no one's allowed to come watch the game. Except for Fauci. <laughs> I just don't understand it. And he was sitting right next to those people, too. They weren't sitting six chairs apart or anything. Mask to his chin. Mask to the chin. Yes. What a role model. I know. Wow, he's a hero. He's so brave. <laughs> In style cover, too. He's not wearing a mask. Good. Fuck masks. It is pretty wild, man. The whole implications of everything over it. And then I got real mad at the... On NAS, Mama Bear shared this video of this like old Irishman. I don't know if he was in court or if he'd been arraigned or what, but he had somehow been harassed and uh, was fighting a mask mandate because he had a medical condition. And uh, the record, I, I am asthmatic and I do have... Um, not as good of a time with a mask as I do without, especially in the summer. But there are certain times where before all this nonsense too, I wore a mask. For instance, when I cut grass in spring and summer, I'd always put a mask on just because I have grass allergies. And so that was the difference between the asthma and not. But um, if I wore one around all day, it would my breathing would suck. And this guy was fighting the charge too, and he's got some kind of medical condition. 
but he was going on about how obvious it is that the mask thing is not about medicine, that none of this is about medicine. It's about compliance. And I think that we just see that more and more in these uh, examples where like people are wearing it when it's not helpful and then not when it's maybe more helpful. But it's also overall like you get examples like the the, the glory hole recommendation, you know? Yeah. Mouth to penis is fine. Mouth to mouth, not fine. Yeah, you got just <laughs> the deadliest. Silly. The deadliest virus well, in certain scenarios. To be fair, they did say that you're supposed to wear a condom when you're using the glory hole, so you're going to be mouth to condom. <laughs> mouth to condom. Does that sound like anything you want to go through? No. Oh, man. On either side of the hold. No. That just seems... <laughs> Face down. Uh it's so silly. There's a, an ex-city councilwoman in Springfield, Missouri, dropping a lawsuit, though. Oh? Yeah, she doesn't want to wear a mask. It's against our rights. And she's fighting the city council, saying, get rid of this mandate. You can't tell me to keep you safe. So. How fight. stupid have we been? Fighting the good fight. Fighting the good fight. I'm lucky I haven't had to wear a mask yet. Yeah, I think I mentioned last time, like, there's a certain amount of fatigue. There's a certain amount of resistance fatigue, right? Um, there is a certain amount of every time you walk into any store, it goes through your mind. Is it worth the fight this time? Are they going to say anything to me in this place? Do I give a shit? Um, sometimes there's been a few times where like I've thrown on the 3M respirator and that's what I always wear if I wear a mask or the 3M respirator. And I'm actually thinking it would kind of be fun at some time if I wanted to fucking make a spectacle to wear the 3M respirator with some big bold message of like, mine's the only mask that works in here. You're a bunch of dumbasses or something. You know what I mean? Like something that's a better t-shirt and work. <laughs> compact but something to that extent mine my mask is the only one that works you know that's what i kind of want to say even if it doesn't even if that's a bullshit statement the um the respirator is going to give you far more protection than the cloth mask everybody's wearing that same uh blue napkin with two rubber bands on the yeah, side disposable yeah one. oh man i saw this one gif of a gal she had um two masks on she had them kind of slightly parted so that one was like the top top one was folded up in the middle and the bottom one was folded down in the middle and then they were over her face but then she opens her mouth and like with the jaw hinging the two two masks part like pac-man like pac-man oh man it was so funny and then she like giggles because she can't hold it together for the shot but oh man that was a good one so an old woman smoking a cigarette with a mask. I've seen a few yeah, uh, things where there's like straws or s cigarettes put in holes in masks. What about those mesh mouth masks? Mesh mouth masks I keep getting pop-up ads for, like Google ads. And it'll show some like Kardashian looking bitch with a cloth mask that has a f like a thin mesh around the mouth part. <laughs> like even less protection. 
this is what is crazy to me is like they they did spend not like a lot of airtime but a bit of airtime in February and March telling people that like masks don't work and now yeah. they're saying like everybody has to wear masks now the numbers are going down and it's just like uh, another same another symbol another hint you know yeah you're telling me that now that the death has gone way down now that now is when we need the all of these masks that's so silly are you accusing me of being dumb and you can catch the virus while you're wearing a mask. The point is that you won't give it to anyone. Oh, yes, yes. Because yes. you're likely an asymptomatic carrier. Get tested for a virus of which you have no symptoms. That's probably the only thing that's been consistent as far as the maskery goes is this uh, idea that the mask doesn't protect you from getting the virus. It prevents you from giving the virus. Okay, so at that point... If you're a mask wearer, you're just assuming you have the virus. So that's the that's the idea behind it. Like you're wearing a mask because you're assuming you have the virus that could be asymptomatic, so you don't feel a thing. You feel just fucking fine and dandy. I would understand if they were like, if you feel sick, if you don't feel good, wear a mask. But healthy people do not wear masks. Everyone. That's the thing. Everyone. They want everyone now to wear a mask. It's just an obedience test. And this is like. this is another wild aspect of it that we really got to think about. In the beginning, during the first days of quarantine, what was it? It was like lockdown. Of a places except exceptions, right? Yeah. So essential businesses stayed open and everybody else like locked down. They shut down. They closed. So that was the first test. Winners and losers of who is essential. And uh, what was essential? Like grocery stores, Walmart. Okay. We remarked for at least a month. Oh my goodness gosh. Nothing changed in these places. When you went to the grocery store, yeah. no different, no mask, no nothing no difference in number of people when you went to Walmart same thing uh then Walmart started like hurting you through one door and mm. the one way aisle thing started popping up yeah i feel like that was like the next real step they were like okay we got one ways down the aisle the whole time they were like 6 feet 6 feet um the plexiglass went up Yep. Maybe even like before that, plexiglass, plexiglass might have been literally the first one where there was plexiglass at all the cashier stands at the local grocery store. You think that went up before the arrows in the aisles? I think so. Okay. I think it was that. And then it was social dot distancing. Yep. They would like put in your mind how far six feet away was lots of dots on the ground. And at first it wasn't even dots. It was like hastily printed off and taped signs to the floor, to the walls, to wherever. And then it turned into whatever your grocery stores are. You know, ours are Price Chopper and Hy-Vee. Um, you might have a Kroger. You might have a Safeway. You might have a Ralph's. 
they printed a branded corporate printed professional print job sticker on the floor like you know the one that you would usually have like a banana and an apple doing a dance in the produce section now it says six feet away at every checkout aisle and at all the places you can stand in line so like at the butcher at the deli um for my observations no one has been really giving a shit about the one-way aisle thing. That's one thing that's kind of universally eye-rolled at. Maybe when it very first started, there were people that cared about it. Yeah. But I don't sense the Karens are caring about it these days. I remember my first encounter with them. I was running just to see if they had Tank 7s mm-hmm. <laughs> at the uh, price chopper in Brookside and they had just put those stickers down and they had employees at the end of every aisle like maybe to monitor that people were going the right way but I just had to cut across the front of the grocery store to get to the alcohol and the arrow that was in that path was pointing my way instead of the way I was going Mm -hmm. but I just started like hightailing it and this manager was like wait 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 and then this employee was like just let her go. It's stupid. Flat out. And I was like, yeah. I just kept going, pretend like I didn't hear anything. Nice. They didn't have the Tank 7, though. So wow. That's what was all in suck. vain. Suckage. Suckage. So I guess all of that, all of those changes rolled down, rolled out during the shutdown, yeah. And then it was like late May that the bars were allowed to open up. Because that was our KC meetup was the last Saturday in May at Knuckleheads. Yeah. Which, uh, by the way, the next KC meetup is going to be a week from tomorrow at Knuckleheads again. We're going to do that again because it was so fun. Um, August 1st, though. So we're not doing our regular last Saturday of the month. We do it August 1st. First Saturday of the month. First Saturday of this particular month. Just scheduling conflicts. Um. Yeah, Knuckleheads on Saturdays is so much fun. It's an open jam. Right, yeah. So it's a free show, and it's basically just like any musicians who kind of pre-sign up. There seems to be sort of a local groups that frequent it, but they just kind of do a blues jam mainly, and it's fun and free, and then they do dollar tacos, and they do very reasonably priced beers. Yeah. I think it, we were drinking like Tall Boys of uh, Sierra Nevada for five bucks a can or six bucks a can, something yeah. like that. Yeah, something like that. But they opened up, but they had that like one rule, and it no two rules, <laughs> no standing and no dancing. Yes. So I danced in my seat. No mask mandate. But, yeah, but no, no mask. standing and no dancing. Now, I don't really know what the what the what the jig is as they say, for the knuckleheads, and we're under this mask mandate. It's outside. How do I go pee? I will tell you a story. Uh, it's outside, so there's that. It could be accepted. Um, but then again, it's a concert, and it's like a bar, and those are all like, if you see those haughty, stupid, up-their-ass... Uh, infographics that are shared about like the most to least dangerous activities and up in the red zone is like 
sporting events, concerts, bars. Um, they didn't put the strip club on there anywhere, but they probably put that. In. Everything fun was on the red side. The danger, danger. Uh, oh, oh, and alleys. going to church. Oh, of also course. danger, danger. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Bowling alleys weren't included, but yeah, they would put bowling. Basically everything we like to do. <laughs> no fun allowed. No bowling, no bars, no orgies. Shut it all down. Didn't they shut down parks too for a while? Yeah. Yeah. The And playgrounds. That all got shut down, taped up. Because you remember when the shutdown was at its height and the most things were shut down, we were skirting it by doing the dog park meetup. Yeah. Which involved you and me taking the dogs to the dog park. Yeah, no one showed up for that meetup. But... It's kind of funny because no one showed up to that one, but we did the same thing the next month, and then that's when the dog park was closed. Like, the sign was up, the chain was over it, like... Yeah. Yeah, the parks got overwhelmed, says Austin Ann in the chat. That makes sense. I mean, like, everyone's going to the park because it's, like, one of the few things you can do. You can't really do nothing else. Uh, I like fresh air, motherfucker. I like fresh air, motherfucker. I like orgies in parks. <laughs> right, Fletch? Uh, they slid into the bowl after bowl. Okay, we're here too. All right, we're trying this out. This is the thing about having a shape-shifting show. It's a magical shape-shifting show. Come on, the magical shape-shifting show. But yes. yeah. Wasn't that lockdown wasn't supposed to be super long, right? W- weren't they saying like fifteen days at first? Yes. What? Well, well, yeah, fifteen days. days to slow the spread. I think it might flatten have been. the curve. Yeah. Were they saying that then? Flatten the curve, slow the spread. Um, from my recollection, and you know, anyone can correct me if they remember different, but I remember there being uh, pretty much a hundred percent chance everybody was going to get it. It was like there was no way you could avoid getting this one. It was just a matter of time. So the flatten the curve thing was to keep keep the ones from dying out on the sidewalk in front of the hospital. Um, so we accomplished that. I don't remember anybody dying on sidewalks in front of hospitals because there was no beds. So that worked. I do remember big-ass uh, tent hospitals being constructed and torn down without really seeing patients, uh, very few, if any, in a lot of cases. Hmm. Um, the only one that I really hear heard, uh, hear heard, what am I? I'm bold. Um, I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake. The, uh, thing I'm trying to say here. I'll come back to it. Lorian's taking a pee. And it threw off my whole game. I will only grab you if I need you. It's true! <laughs> Blowing your cover. Blowing your cover. It's like uh, how uh, Darren and Sir Bemrose <laughs> just like do nothing but throw each other under the bus. It's fantastic. Oh, man. Yeah, now I'm back to thinking about orgies in parks. I lost my entire train of thought. 
which is kind of... Am I a meat still? Me. You muted me. I'm back. Orgies you did the magic parks. fingers. Just in time. You missed the orgy in the park down here. Oh, I missed it? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, that reminds me of our first lifestyle event. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, yeah. That was ages um, ago. That was ages ago. But it was only our... That was older than Bowl After Bowl. Was it? I think so. Because we were just visiting Casey. It's possible. It might have been in that era. It might have been before. Yeah. I'm not sure. But yeah, it now was we have like... to tell the story. <laughs> it was like uh, this club in downtown Kansas City. We'd finally like gotten the muster and the time to show up to one of these weird things. We didn't really know what to expect. And it was kind of... Well, it was club atmosphere, which already hasn't really been our scene traditionally. And then it was um, very kind of Chad Stacy type people. Yeah, like very, Becky's. Very plastic type, you know, which is all right. Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't mind. But they kind of expect it. We just didn't fit into we, that. We, were, we also, were the outsiders. We were also at least 15 Years younger than the youngest people there. Yeah, so this was even when we were in our early 20s. Yeah. We were both early 20s. And so, (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know what people must have thought looking at us walking. I don't either. Are you lost? Are you serious? Are you kids? Are you feds? What the fuck are you doing here? That's just kind of how I felt, though. We were just kind of like trying to just sit down somewhere or like figure it out. (laughs) <laughs> soak in the seed and then we go out back and we just smoke a cigarette well wait before that happened like the bars had shut down it was like after hours and they moved to a different like a room in the back you remember that well see i think that happened when we went to smoke though mm. remember because so what happened was we just go we smoke a cigarette we like don't rush it you know it's like a time we take our time with it but then when we came back in, it was like the music had stopped. There had been like, I don't know, maybe 40 or 50 people in there. And there were like four people left. And three of them were like <laughs> two super old dudes, both getting whacked off by this lady sitting between them. Like she had one willy in each hand. Yeah. yeah. And we were just like. She was double fisted. She was double fisted. <laughs> We were looking around going, this is the only thing going on right now. Like everyone ran away. I was like, we got to probably get out of here. Yeah. It wasn't that late either, I feel like. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know where their secret meeting spot was, but I don't know, we yeah. didn't get the invite from that group. Yeah. That Say was it. a wild intro to the lifestyle. Me, man. <laughs> yeah. What can you do? What can you do? What can you wear? To an ABC party. Anything but clothes. Anything but clothes. Is what you can wear. I was thinking about making a bubble wrap dress. I will, Okay, I really do want to wear the mask bra and maybe make like a mask skirt too because I have the grass skirt I made, but mm-hmm. it makes, it gives me a little bit yeah, of a rash. You can't, yeah, I was, I was going to say. <laughs> I can't rash. 
<laughs> yeah, the grass makes you like welt up and itchy. Probably because yeah, you have a little it, allergy to grass like I do. Yeah, it's just ryegrass from our yard that we dried and then I like sewed it all together. <laughs> but yeah, right around like the band around my waist, it just turns all red and blotchy. And that was in like photo shoot time period, so I don't wear it too long. Mm-hmm. I have very sensitive skin. Yeah. But I was thinking about just wearing one mask. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe mask undies would be easy to make. It's possible. I guess I could get away with one mask down there too. But I need some bigger ones for up top. If you have a sick idea for a Oh yeah. Anything but clothing party attire. Leave us a voicemail at 816-607-3663. And we'll consider your input. Yeah. We actually did have a voicemail, a few a couple of voicemails. Um You going to play them? Well, you'd have to play them. Oh, okay. I've got it all pulled up, but then I saw you pulling it up and you confused me. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm I'm often confused. <laughs> me too. Are you accusing me of being dumb? No, we're just we're just confused. Just confused. All right. Oh, this is kind of interesting, but all right, I'm pretty high. Hey, I'll I'll play a voice now. Hey, what's going on, Dame Spencer? This is uh, Dustin and Georgina and Georgina in the Philippines and we are sitting here listening to your podcast so we hope y'all guys are doing good and I'm smoking a bowl right now for you <laughs> take care guys hey. peace out boy scout peace. thanks guys Dustin and Georgina Dustin holding and Georgina. down in the Philippines get my pH as it's known Pitmo PH. Did he call me Dame Spencer at the beginning? Well, I think he was addressing both of us. <laughs> oh, Dame Spencer. I see. Dame Spencer. I see. The transcription has no comma there. It The transcription actually says James Spencer. Hey, what's going on, James Spencer? This is Dustin and Zena and Georgina. The and name's the Spencer. James wow, Spencer. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you. Thank you for the voicemail. Would you like to hear another one? We have another voicemail. We do. We have another voicemail. Bowl after bowl. <laughs> JCD call. <laughs> JK. All right. Here's our next one. Oh, hi. I was hoping I could find the Orgy Park. I thought that maybe you perhaps knew of the super secret COVID-free Orgy Park. Trust me, I will bring some friends and you will be highly impressed with their massive stripper titties. So thank you very much and I hope to hear about this supposed orgy park. Goodbye. Or could it be her massive stripper titties? I swear to God, Dr. Anthony Fauci. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you weak-wristed. Communist sympathizing son of a bitch. You're not invited, I'm sorry, to the orgy party. No. Because there may be people 
and uh, we have young children. Get them away from the away from the speakers. What are you doing? There may be people without masks on. Very, 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 very close. Very close to one another. Yeah. Droplets everywhere. The spittle is going to make its way around yeah. in certain parts of that park in question. And I just don't think that it's a good idea for you to be associated. I mean, think about the memes they would make. They'd take pictures of you. They'd be like, oh, now Fauci's in the park banging the spittle. Fauci's in the park doing cartwheels with his pants off. And we, you just don't, I mean, trust me, from, from just a guy that wants to help, you don't want that. But what you do want is to go to the park and practice throwing the baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Our two-year-old has a better throw. Oh, my God. It just went I never thought someone would, like, come through and make Obama's look strong. Because he had that kind of short, a couple ones. And whoa, dude. I don't know, man. Might be the most terrible one. Terrible. Terrible. Oh, man. I can't believe Fauci's listening to us. He's still down in Texas. He must be back down finding out about us through a certain Texan. Mm. He must be. Mm. You know, um, I was going through old clips of the No Agenda show the other day. The other day. Uh, yes. Reason being is I was looking kind of for answers. So I've been talking about how long I've been listening to No Agenda. And talking about this and that. And I also wanted to do my nighting accounting. And I wanted to bring up a skeleton out of Lorian's closet. All of those things. <laughs> but first things uh -oh. first. So I pulled some old clips from the No Agenda donation segments that uh, we were in. No ginger. No ginger. Yes, a ginger. No ginger. Maybe, <laughs> maybe so a ginger. Um, and we're going to play them. So just to set them up. The first time I donated was like early 2014, and uh, I did a I did a donation, and then John put it in the newsletter, and he fished more donations off of that of me sending in this donation. It kind of was like it, I came in just after one of the shows, so it was like early in the cycle, well before he did the newsletter, and so he added it to the newsletter and got like four more or something like that. Um, and once I play this. The way it's set up on my board, it just sets up the whole thing as a play. There's no pause in play. So, um, this is the first. This is the first of this donation. So, let's thank a few people who helped produce this show and the executive producers and associate executive producers. We actually got a, uh, the newsletter pointed out our new stonation. Yeah, that was, was very actually, interesting. I, I yeah, I it was that. invented by Spencer Pearson in Columbus, M Missouri. What am I hearing in the background? A train? Oh, okay. It's 90 degrees, and it's, like, miserable. The window's open. Okay. Oh, I'm just asking. It's all right. You have the window open. I got Spencer it. Spencer Pearson in Columbia, Missouri. He's the one who invented this, 42033. Actually, it's, it's come in before, but we didn't pick up on it. In the morning, John and Adam have been listening since just before Christmas and have fallen in love with the show. Ooh. It's insane to see how many media sources, even many of the comedy podcasts I love... <laughs> Which we know which, which those we, two are. Which we really are. 
uh, end up repeating some of the <laughs> same bullcrap memes in the mainstream media that uh, the mainstream media has cooked up and dished out. Between Adam's beautiful dissection of the Bring Back Our Girls malarkey and John's impassioned defense of the cannabis plant last Sunday, I knew I could be a boner no more. Please accept my donation of 42033 as the ultimate stonation. I've been considering donating to the show for quite some time and have been living the mac and cheese life to save up for a doozy. But after hearing Sunday's show and plugging No Agenda on my own baby podcast, Bowl After Bowl, bowlafterbowl.com, if you have any interest, I knew the time had come. I'd like a creepy Charlie. Now, tell me that this is not. How can this be? Random number theory. Not only. Do two people in a row ask for the Charlie Rose sexuality thing, which we rarely play, but they both donated for 2033. So there's something in the ether about this, about Charlie Rose and this clip and, and pot. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute. Charlie Rose and pot. Let me think about it. I think not. Tell me about the sexuality. It's in your DNA. Yeah. Nice and he and creepy. Wants to- I want to think of the children, plus a little podcast karma never hurts. Uh-huh. Keep up the fantastic work putting on the best podcast in the universe. You really do make it look easy, but I have no idea what I would look forward to twice a week without the show. You don't need to. Oh, won't somebody please think of the children? You've got karma. All right. Nice. All right. Nice. Nice. So it's funny because John trails off there because I... I'm long-winded, and that's like a long note already, but I put more, and I don't even remember what it was. I'd have to dig through my email or something, but, like, you could hear John at the end there being like, you don't need, oh, and it was like, you don't need to read the rest of this on the show, and then it got on and on and on. You know how brother goes. But, I mean, I just, when I was going through the archive, and I played it again, you know, it was like the first time I'd heard it since I heard it on the show, and, uh, I just thought there were so many good elements of that yes. besides just the show plug. The the way he says Columbus, Missouri in the beginning and then Columbia in the second read always cracks me up because there's got to be like a JCD name or location bluff. <laughs> the train comes in. Yes. Because he's like, Ooh. what's that in the background? <laughs> and you can hear when, <laughs> when John's talking, it's like in the back. But then, like, the noise gate keeps slapping it out of there. But, of course, Adam has to say something, and then John has to be like, It's hot. Yeah. The window's open. Kill me. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, it's all right. I was just curious. Um, The fact that he kind of, like, grumpily was like, he first said, Spencer invented this, and, like, he immediately was like, well, it's coming before, you know, yeah. <laughs> we just never caught on to it or whatever. But I think it was just because I called it a stonation. And then I feel, oh, and then uh, and then we had a random number theory, right? So the Charlie Rose thing, because the guy right before me, I think, was 42033. I was the last 42033 they read. Uh, and the guy right before me had asked for Charlie Rose. And they were kind of starting to explore that at, the, at that time, how like, Everything would match up too often. And you notice I said I couldn't be a boner any longer. And then the Charlie Rose sexuality. I feel like over time the show has like purged or shed all of its sexual uh, 
memes, you know, oh. or at least dialed them back. But think about think about it. Like, I think this is maybe true. Am I imagining it? So the biggest one is that is when Club Thirty Three got destroyed. Club Thirty Three, yeah. which I've always been bitter about. Just bring um, it back. I have long term plans to resurrect Club Club Thirty Three. There you go. I have to do it right. We have to do it in the correct way. All right. I have to get we have to get the right people on board. Smash Guest has to be on board. Club Thirty Three. It's got to be a. It's got to be a group of us. Got to get a construction crew for Club Thirty Three. But it used to be, you know, back in the day, you donate one eleven eleven, and that was like making it rain, and you would. Call your smoking hot dame to the stage and uh, (laughs) here we go, Raven. But you know, it wasn't, it was more than Raven, it was like producers, man. It was producers shaking their ass up there, and it was fun. But I think that they put the kibosh on it because someone or someone's complained about it pretty persistently oh. is my take is my read from the time because i remember they talked about it but they didn't really go into like all the details but that's the vibe i got 10 people donating 11 11 11 what yeah what that's what, what that's what i'm saying we need to do is we need to all coordinate those those who are uh with me in bringing back club 33 we uh all donate like we just rush the stage yeah donate one eleven eleven. It'd be even more hilarious to produce some kind of if we can't pull video off, at least audio of like it going up. But these are grandiose dreams, you know what I'm saying? This is the long term plans. I'm serious about it. If you email me, can work it out. Get out of here, Fauci. <laughs> That's no Fauci. <laughs> That's no Fauci. No Fauci. Yeah, if you want to join Club 33, leave us a voicemail. 816-607-3663. We'd love to have you there. In Club 33. So, um, the funny part about that stonation is, okay, that was show 617. Like I said, that was like, uh, I want to say in March. March or May, one of the M months. Now I can't remember exactly. (laughs) Uh, 2014 so 617 that was my associate executive producer but when i searched it uh i also come up on 619 so the stonation basically what happened was it was so powerful and so stony that it somehow persisted itself into not the very next show but the next thursday show it skipped 618 and went to 619 and uh all of a sudden we had one of this happen. Spencer Pearson in Columbia, Missouri, 42033, another stonation. In the morning, John and Adam have been listening since just before Christmas and have fallen in love with the show. Oh. It's insane to see how many media sources, even many of the comedy. Oh, didn't, isn't this from last week? I don't remember this one. Yeah, because I remember him saying the pod, comedy podcast ended up repeating some of the show bullcrap memes that mainstream media has cooked up and dished out between Adams. Don't, you don't remember this? Uh, it's it, right now. It's one twenty six a.m. What do you think this, I'm doing here? <laughs> this is the one where that I read as a stoner. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. He Not wants true, the creepy Charlie Rose sexuality. Yeah. Now, okay. I don't know how that crept into the. 
Okay. Well, it happens. All right. Well, thank you again, Spencer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Talking about stonations. Hey. hey. Perfect ending. Oh, that's so, awesome. But John did not read my donation as a stoner. And there was a, right before me, he read another one of the 42033s, but not all of, because there was like four or five of us that did 42033 on mm. 617. And I was the, I'm not sure how it works, man, but I was the last guy they read on 617. So it was weird. They only read the guy directly before me and me on that show. So I don't know if there were other guys were below me or if they just figured it out. But basically, I got double karma out of my <laughs> one donation back then. Um, and then I did a sixty nine sixty nine for my birthday, June 9th, six nine. But we got knighted on the same show that the most <laughs> knights got knighted. <laughs> Not. Maybe not most nights, but the most nights, which was the tenth anniversary, where they did the two for one. They did the double your, double your money for titles' sake. Yeah, double dame knighted. So, um, Lorian insta damed on there. Yeah, and that's the skeleton. Yeah. Lorian's a half price dame. Oh, kind of a douche dame. <laughs> But my doubled was like two eighty nine or something because because of uh, my previous donations. But yes. what I did, I didn't I didn't even at that time remember because that was like, what was that in twenty seventeen that they, the tenth anniversary was like late twenty seventeen that they did that, whereas uh, this one was from fourteen, so that's three years gap, you know. So I didn't even remember the sixty nine sixty nine shit. I just remember the four twenty thirty three, and that's how I did my accounting of whatever I owed. I did the five hundred and eighty, whatever, chopped it in half, and that gave me two hundred and some. I don't know math on the fly when you're bold. So, and then you instadamed, which was just a smart move. I mean, that's just smart. I'm not trying to like poke you or anything. Oh, it's all right. It's just smart. I still feel like a douchebag deep down. <laughs> I gotta make up for it. Get this, that other half in. This was your note. Uh, Lauren Rose. Well, I think it's Lorene. I think it's Lorene. Oh, Lorian. 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 Yes. Lorian. You want to read this? I can't expand A this. A serious de douching is in order. Let's do it right away. You've been de douched. My husband, who is being knighted alongside me today as Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City, hit me in the mouth five years ago. This show got me through journalism school. Hey. A real journo. Got me through journalism school as well as my slave days working for a law firm that represents big tobacco and big pharma. Yeah, you need a little bit of uh, antidote. But I'm a douchebag no longer. My dream of becoming an insta-dame has finally come true. I'd like to request the moniker Dame DeLorean. A play off the way I introduce myself to people because no one except my husband has ever been able to pronounce my name correctly the first time they say it. So I just tell them it's just DeLorean without the duh. Lorene, Lorian. Oh, Lorian. Lorian. Yes, got it. If it's not too much. He nailed it. it, Lorian, yes. If it's not too much to ask, I would like to request some human resource karma for a firstborn human resource, our daughter Rayla, who was born naturally at home August 20th, 2017. Very nice. My daughter's born August 27th. And I'd also like to request jobs karma after hearing daycare horror stories from coworkers that I decided it was best just to leave the cube farm and be a work at home mom. 
I've almost matched my old salary doing transcription, but I'd like to boost my income with an online resale shop hosted on my site, laurianrose.com, where I will also be sharing my art. So Jobs Karma would be much appreciated. You got it. Jobs, 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 and jobs. Let's vote for jobs. You've got karma. Congratulations on your 10-year anniversary. Here's to many more to come. Much love to you guys from FEMA Region 7. Hmm. 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 <laughs> hmm. Yeah, they were reading so many on that one. Yeah, it was like seven and a half hours long, the whole thing. They had to do like, uh, I think, three donation segments instead of two. Yeah, that was a wild one. That was a wild one. I haven't cut the knighting ceremony out of there, but... uh it was kind of fun to hear like where we were at in that time too, you know, cause yeah. then Ray had just been born. You were working at, uh, uh, you were, at, you were, well, you were done working at Shook by then and That's you were right. doing transcription and you kind of had made it, you yeah. had just started to make it work. Yeah. I got that maternity leave and I slipped out. Mm-hmm. That was a good exit. A real journo. A real journo. You know what real journos do? Bowl after bowl, hey, baby. That's right. <laughs> oh. Um, what a They had some trouble. trouble with the name, though. Huh? Yeah. I think... They I, got it, though. Uh, there, there's got to be some kind of Dutch thing going on there, don't you think, though, that yeah. keeps re-tripping him up? Because he keeps wanting to say Laurian. Laurian. And even, like, right. in the modern show meetups, like the current show meetup, things when he reads it he'll call you game delaurian game delaurian that's right he does do you have that isode um not yet i might actually oh it's silly it's a tough one it's a tough name my family thought they were doing a good job they were like we'll spell it lori with an n at the end it makes nothing but sense easy to read no uh, Lauren Rose. I think it's Lorene. I think it's Lorene. Oh, Lorian. 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 Yes. Lorian. <laughs> I think it's Lorene. Uh, Lauren Rose. I think it's Lorene. <laughs> I shortened that. there. We banned the word Zionist. That ban has been removed. That's funny. I can imagine that being a tough one. So, yes. Um,. And I think that I'm about to play mine too, but we both talked about Ray in separate ways, but like it was exciting to be able to use the human resource karma meme too. Yeah. You know, it was like a new uh, plateau in our, I don't know, plateau producership or not plateau, but level, you know, a new, what yeah. am I trying to say? Achievement unlocked. Yes. That's exactly how to put it. Yeah. Babies are so much fun. And Ray was the best. Ray still is the best. Peggy. Tied They're for first. Be- yeah, exactly. Tied for first. <laughs> oh, you almost got me. Yeah. Lauren Rose. Well, I think it's Loreen. <laughs> Something like that. I love that shit. Spencer Pearson in Kansas City, Mo. 28984. I need a dedouching. It's been over three years since my last and first donation. I feel like a priest. Give him a dedouching. Okay, um, yeah. You've been de-douched. Right. my friend. Three Hail Marys. And five uh, in the mornings. And five in the mornings. <laughs> I tried to set a trend with the ultimate stonation of 420.33 back at show 619. 
And I'm shocked, shocked, shocked that it I didn't catch on. Been a steady listener and couldn't resist finally finishing off my knighthood. Keep the penny for the next greedy night. I would like to be <laughs> no, known as No, needy Sir night, not greedy night, needy night. <laughs> oh, needy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me. Yeah. My smoking hot wife has become an insta-dame. So you're likely already read her note. Karma would be appreciated for our first human resource, a baby girl we were blessed with this past August. Also, some Trump jobs karma would be killer. As I've just earned my real estate license, I'm looking to exit the dryer vent cleaning industry. The lint doesn't square well with my dust allergy. With a little dose of that sweet karma, I hope to be able to grow into my title and be able to contribute more regularly in the future. Thank you for your courage and all that you two contribute to continue to provide for us slaves and congratulations. Jobs, jobs, jobs. And jobs. Let's vote for jobs. You've got karma. Two. 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 Yes. Yeah, goodbye with dryer vents. I should have <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. So I was working at Dryer Vent Wizard at the time, and it was just like eating up my uh, psyche. I was getting irritated at dryer vents. And uh, it was messing with my allergies pretty bad, so. Yeah, and you had to climb roofs. Roofs. Roofs up in the rain. It's just no fun. Any time you ever have to do it, it's no good. Well, and then there's so many. There's like terracotta. Is that what that is? Those terracotta roofs? You know what I'm talking about? Those really like fancy ones. Yes. Um, is that terracotta? It is terracotta. That's they crazy. weren't like incredibly common, but like on the super nice houses we do, sometimes you'd run into them and it's like not something you want to walk on because those things are so delicate, you know? And if you crack a terracotta roof tile, then it's your ass, you know? But you got to go up on the roof because this lady's in a, McMansion with a second floor. No, it's past the Mick. It's a full-on mansion with a second floor mm. dryer. And those all vent out the roof. Oh, man. Out the roof. Now, one time, it was really rough on the roof. Uh, they they were in a nice house, too. It's probably like a, I don't know, at least $800,000 house. Big-ass house. Uh, but they had stone tiles that looked like stone. But they were actually just vinyl huh. for their shingles. So they had vinyl shingles that looked like stone. And then I'm looking for the dryer vent. Because usually it's like, uh, if it's on the roof, it's usually in a little box thing. And usually it has this crappy mesh to keep birds from getting in. That ends up trapping the lint and causing problems. But that's another story. Uh, so I'm looking for it, looking for it. I can't find the vent anywhere. I'm like looking. There's all these other things coming up. The plumbing uh, ventilations coming up, but no, uh, no exit for the dryer vent. So I ended up usually when this happens, we'll plug in our air blower, like a leaf blower into the dryer vent on the inside and then wander around seeing if we can hear it. Cause those things are loud as hell. And I could barely hear it, but I finally could hear it. And I was able to go to a certain point on the roof and the fucking roof guys had just tiled over where the exit to the dryer vent was. No. So it was just like pushing lint out underneath the the shingles. Oh my goodness. It was terrible. So they uh Did you fix it? Uh Cut so him. actually he was like, Well, I don't want you to fix it. I'm gonna call the roof guys and make them pay for it and fix it, basically. Good. 
But oh, that was one of the weirder ones wow. that I had. Yeah, I just that's dangerous. I just missed that job so much. It is oh, dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous for sure. I mean, it's a silly chunk of house fires that start with a dryer vent. Yeah. poor dryer vent whether it's poor material or whether it's poor airflow you just don't like clean it often enough uh if you ever find out that your clothes are or if you ever find yourself in the situation where your clothes are taking like more than one cycle to dry then you got to take out that lint you got to figure it out got to get it out of there so typically the longer you're Dryer vent is the worse it is. The more turns it has, the worse it is as far as airflow goes. The more often it would need to be cleaned. Um, the best vent to have is just a straight shot straight outside with nothing obstructing it. So we always used to recommend these vent covers that the full flap would open when the dryer was engaged and there'd be no mesh in front of it or nothing like that. And then it would close and like had a magnet latch that was like strong enough to not get jacked with. But then, you know, you get some people that have, like, the plastic. First of all, you should never use the plastic transition. Some of them look like foil, but they're actually plastic. Hmm. But those just melt, and they're fuel, and they burn really quickly in a fire. Um, some people have that just snaking in and out all the way out to this, wherever they can pump it out. And it's like they could even have the same shitty thing but cut it in half and still, you know, have a better one <laughs> but uh i've seen some serious disasters so yeah it mentioned that i got the real estate license and now i'm like the weird ass real estate agent who will always be like making some sort of comment about what the dryer vent looks like people, that's awesome though people are like what it's and, something a lot of people don't think about well a lot of them are disasters i would say a lot of them oh. are disasters in some way all the new construction this is frustrating that i was doing like i said a lot of the new construction in like Johnson County is in like the cookie cutter, cookie cutter cul-de-sac type neighborhoods and they have a second floor dryer and the part where the transition connects to the vent on the inside is like an oval. It's like flattened and squished instead of a perfect circle. So it's just like a pain in the ass. To, you got to like bend the fucking transition to get it on there. Ugh, I don't know why they do that, but it's just everywhere now. That's frustrating. But I think that's nice for buyers. You can take them to a bunch of houses be like, this drive, it sucks. This one, you're going to have to do this, this, and that, too. Right. And have to replace all this. And then you see a house where it's real simple. You're like, this, this is a great drive, but maybe it would, like, boost up the house. And, you know, you're like, well. Yeah. I mean... To be fair, you're not going to make or break fair. a house on the dryer vent alone, but it's definitely it's not something that people don't think about. Well, we looked at one house where I think the dryer vent was a deal breaker. It was in the basement, and remember it had that piping that went all the way up the wall, and then it had to go all the way up through the second. It still went out to the roof, I think. It yeah. was like it snaked all around the house. Insane. I will say, and it's absolutely crazy, but it's true that the toughest install and the one I build the most money for was a 33 foot it's installation ding, ding, ding. Um, it was in the middle of this guy's apartment downtown and so it had to go up and then it had to go out into his kitchen and then it had to make a right angle turn and go out the window on the porch 
Um, and he lived in like a, you know, those kind of modern industrial apartments where it's all concrete walls and concrete ceilings and you can see the ventilation, you can see the lighting, you can see pretty much everything. So he wanted me to run it along that air exhaust duct that already went outside, but he wanted, you know, it had to look right and match perfect. It wasn't like you were just jamming this in, running it in some attic where nobody was ever going to fucking see it or in some basement where you can just anchor it to the uh, concrete with a little clip and it's fine and it's secure. It had to like float along and look nice and look symmetrical. Oh man, it took me all day. Cost, cost that guy like 1100 bucks though. Oh, yeah, I remember that project. But I, but at the end of the day, I was proud of it. That yeah. was the one vent that I was like, damn, this guy's got a badass vent. And you can see your work. Not the one vent that I... The one vent to rule listen, them all. Listen, when I was in vents, I made great vents, okay? <laughs> That's not what I'm trying to say. We are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. Winning vents. Nobody's losing. Real estate. Yeah. If you need a house in our area, too bad we're full. <laughs> <laughs> that was very mean. Fuck off, we're full. Fuck off, we're full. I love that one. Fantastico. Oh, yeah. Fantastico. If you are looking for a house in the area, leave a voicemail at 816-607-3663. I wanted to bring up the park orgies again because I thought of something you told me earlier. Is it on your mind? It is on my mind. Why are you undressed? It's always on my mind. I just lose clothing slowly. Not fully undressed yet. But anyway, you told me that there is a, um, a nudist event that took place. A camping event. And everyone was obviously naked. Except they had masks on. Oh, yeah. That's... That's a traveling, <laughs> blogging nudist couple I follow. Oh, okay. Um They're like uh, Instagram blogger people, you know? <laughs> I'm naked. Is it just them? It's just, it's just one okay. couple? It's just them. And they're standing uh, uh, in uh, front uh, of a tent. And uh, they always, like, cleverly position themselves so there's something in the foreground in front of them, you know? Pretty good. But then they're also masked up. Oh my goodness. So they're like, I mean, a lot of people are trolling. I've seen uh, some videos out there of people trolling, wearing a mask and nothing else, wearing a mask only around their dick, wearing a mask. Uh, one guy in Southern California like went through like the Best Buy and Sam's Club with just like the Adidas sandals and a very mm. small gold Speedo. That guy's like a bodybuilder. He's like walking around trolling everyone, like asking where the air conditioning units are, <laughs> some stupid shit. But that's like a mind blow. Uh, but yeah, these kids, I say kids, they're probably between five and ten years older than us, I guess. Okay. Somewhere like that. Um. Yeah, they're standing in front of a tent with a mask on totally buck-ass naked and they're not doing it as a form of protest or with any sense of irony at all you know they're just like oh yeah we messed up and it makes me really wonder if they just put the mask on for the instagram photo it seems kind of likely 
There was nobody around. Likely. Likely. But, dude, we just, like, fucking live in strange times, bro. Yeah. We just live in the strangest of times. I'm sorry, but if your living partner is sick, you're pretty much doomed to get sick. Mask or not. This is true. Mask or not, I wish that was an option. Yeah. We, we actually did. Oh, now I think Walmart is mandating masks. What the twentieth? As of, mandated yeah, as of Monday, the twentieth. And we That's went when they started it before that, eh? But they still had that huge sign outside. Yeah, that said masks mandated. They still said they still had the mandate, but nobody said anything to us specifically. No, but and we passed plenty of. Now, like people. words come down from corporate, so you know. Not corporate. Corporate said. Oh. You gotta mask up. I've seen other businesses, most of them, like, not even around uh, where I am. But some businesses are just not doing the mask mandate. A couple that are where I am are Dollar Tree and Family Dollar, I believe. They are not requiring masks? They are not requiring masks. Oh, yeah. Um... And now, obviously, that has to be like a company decision rather than a store by store decision. Because I'm sure that if Karens are going to 411 you, you're going to like have signs up depending on the county you're in. But uh, who else did I see? I saw Win Dixie. We don't have Win Dixies here. Mm. Uh, Missouri is kind of like a southern state when and where it wants to be. Um, and I think Win Dixie is sort of a southern thing. I really wanted to ask Sir Seat Sitter if he had Win Dixies in his area, but they said they don't require a mask. Nice. They're not gonna mandate it. I think that the biggest disappointment is that I felt like more people would have been just like, "Hey, you know what, fella, do what you do." You know, like, "Hey, you know what." You do it your way, I'll do it my way. Um, and f there was a lot of that for a long time, but I just feel like this last round has snuffed snuffed a lot of it out. And like I said, like I keep saying, man, it is the resistance fatigue. And I don't know, man. Sometimes you're just tired of it. Sometimes you're just like, fuck, I don't want to. I just want to go in and buy one twelve pack and get the fuck out. Like I just yeah. want to put on... My 3M mask. And that's why I'm saying uh, if I had some kind of shirt that said my mask is better than yours, fuck you. <laughs> Don't look at me. You're getting me sick. Hate you all. You're all stupid. Not really. I'm just kidding. That's the, that's my thing too. I don't. I definitely don't hate people that wear a mask, especially because I know a lot of them feel that same way. I know a lot of them are wearing a mask and rolling their eyes and saying, I just want to be left the fuck alone. And I totally get it. They're just wearing a mask to protect you. They're doing it for me. <laughs> That's what. How stupid have we been? That's what they keep saying to me. I'm lucky being so short because people really do think I'm a child. So I can just like slip around without a mask on <laughs> everywhere I go. I rarely get dirty looks. I was denied service at a post office last week, though. <laughs> and, like, I just wanted a receipt for this Poshmark package I was shipping out. And the lady was like, drop it in the box. And 
what drove me nuts is like the whole counter had saran wrap from the counter to the ceiling and she wouldn't just like let me slip my package underneath that to get the receipt i so i had to put it in the box because she just walked away i was like rude rude much but my normal post office is cool the rudest of the muchest the muchest of the rudest yeah it's kind of funny that people like take you for a kid sometimes yeah because i forget i've been it's gonna be nine years since i met you yeah coming up in september and i just forget it's just like second nature to me but then some people will just be like funniest thing i've ever heard doug stanhope say was when we were at his house and he looked at you and then he looked around and he was like chant get a lot of the tits on this eight-year-old yeah <laughs> oh man and that just fucking murdered me that was and i was like ah, oh, he's funny. just the same guy no matter where it's very funny that yeah. was a good did we get another voicemail coming we did oh my you want me you want to listen to it give it a listen oh yeah we must do All it right, we here must. we go Nice. Let's hit it. So am I in the Club 33 now? Yeah. Yeah, take Where your clothes off. Drinks are free at Club 33. Get naked. That's right. Drinks are free at Club 33. Whoop, whoop. Oh, yeah. We're raiding Gitmo Nation. Sub 33. <laughs> Base raid. Base raid. Oh, man. Thank you, caller. Happy to have a new another member of Club 33. Welcome. Club 33. We're going to be Are dancing. You? Yes. Making it rain on no agenda. Oh... You want to hear about a hiccup that happened in the medical marijuana? I do. Missouri? I do. Apparently, the state gave out five duplicate um, licenses. Yes. Wow. How that got past them, I don't know. Some spokesman was like, well, you know, there's a lot of licenses that share addresses, so it gets confusing. No video. I don't have like an ISO of this guy, which is too bad. It's just a quote mm. I saw in an article. But I was like, okay, but still, two you, duplicated licenses. How does that happen? But the cool news is that five unsuspecting businesses got licenses today. Uh-huh. They just got notified. They're like, here's your license because they just went down the list. Oh, so when everyone so, applied, right. the applicants were ranked. In yep. order, and so then the top, I think the total number of licenses given out was like 346. The five top losers got licenses. Yeah. Basically. So it was a really good day for five people. Yeah, good for them. And they figured out the duplicate, duplicate situation and made sure those people were covered too. That's good at least. Yeah. One was a KC area place. Huh. They were all, um, they were all, um, What's the term? Like manufacturers, so or people who make like edibles and oh yep infused goods. Yeah, the manufacturing licenses. Manufacturing licenses. Manufacturing sounds so strange. I know. I've been talking about a plant. 
manufacturing what 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 we eat. Medibles, but no candy, no candy in Missouri. No candy. But brownies, oatmeal cookies that should be fine. Snickerdoodles that could be fine too. Unless I guess they could argue cookies are too appealing to children. I think it's stipulated as long as it wasn't an I mean, animal shape. What is the most <laughs> classic weed food? Brownie. Brownie. Nothing yep. be nothing is more weeded than brownie. But if you do a cosmic brownie style with sprinkles or something, would that well, probably goes too far? I don't know. If you put a fucking Paw Patrol character on it, then I'm gonna well, ask a duh. couple questions. But like <laughs> some cosmic brownie sprinkles, man. Taste the rainbow. Well, that seems anti-gay to me. I think the LGBTQ community oh, is going to have something to say about banning cosmic brownies and rainbow sprinkles and the and the like. You're right. They'll get them. God damn it. <laughs> they take my cosmic brownie. Never. A uh, mint. I won't allow it. I won't allow it. Mint brownies. Mm. <laughs> mint brownies, my favorite of the medible world. We do, uh, jumping trains a bit, keep a video stream going. Oh, yeah. And we do it via the OnlyFans right now. So there is like, I won't say no overlap because that's not true, but there's incredibly small overlap between the OnlyFans and the podcast fans. Yeah. And there's also, you know, erotic art involved. And the whole of the OnlyFans. But there's also a free trial link that you can make and create. Oh. Do but it. I will slide into the chat if you want to slide see. Slide into the chat. So, here. I think it works for one day. And uh, click at your own peril. <laughs> there's a f- hundreds of nudes on there. At least. And vids and art. 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 Love making art. Ew. Love is art. Love is art. Art is love. Or could it be her massive stripper titties? Uh, those two. That always helps. <laughs> this and that. Um... Yeah, I was just thinking about different uh, pathways and avenues. So I'm still working on the Bitcoin thing. I feel like that's going to take a longer mm. study and a few a few trials and testings of people sending this and that for me to make sure it's already or that it's all the way in the clear. But we did get set up, and I talked about this in the last episode, but it's worth mentioning again just because of the nature of it. Uh, we set up to be a brave a uh, certified creator or whatever. What, let me look at exactly what it's called. Yeah, Bat Coins is what it is. So Bat <laughs> is a bat. bat is a crypto that the Brave browser generates if you choose to opt in to their ad program. Uh, you can also tweak like how often you see the ads, the maximum number per hour of the ads, all that kind of crap. So if you already use Brave and you already have Bat, that would be the most convenient. Um person that we're talking to right now you can dump back to us via the brave browser if you're not and you want to use the brave browser that's fine if you want to change you know most people don't want to change browsers the reason that i i'll tell i just talk about the reason that i went to brave 
is because it has a lot of the blocks or the blockers and built into it. And it also has a little fun like tracker of like how many ads has been blocked, how much bandwidth that saved you, how much time that saved you. So like this machine, I didn't, uh, I just got it a bit ago. So what, when was that? Like two weeks? Mm-hmm. Two weeks. About that. 30,800 trackers and ads blocked, saving me 755.8 megabits of bandwidth on a fiber connection. It's not big, big of a deal, but it all adds up. And 26 yeah. minutes of time saved. So Jeez. Uh, just by not having to load ads. Um, and it's cool to have that visualized. Now, I don't know a lot about a lot of things, so I can't tell you really why it's good or bad from a technical aspect. I'm one of the few guys around who's not a bid, you know. In fact, us four, I think I'll have that in common, right? Uh, Fletcher and Carolyn and Lauren and I, we were all like the non-bin musketeers. <laughs> non-bin musketeers unite. And everybody's like shaking their heads when we walk in the room asking why shit's broken. Hey, Carolyn and John are experts. That's right. That They're was confirmed experts. actually today again on Grumpy Old Ben. Yeah. Expert, expert. Yo, DeLorean. Hey. I'm not an expert, nor have I been grumpy. Grumpy experts. <laughs> grumpy experts. Grumpy experts. Do I ever get grumpy? If that free, by the way, if that free link is like bullcrap or doesn't work oh. out or this or that, like just let us know in the feedback if you want. Oh, yeah. Leave a voice Because we've never <laughs> tested it out. So, like, you're the guinea pigs on the free trial. Everyone else doesn't do a free trial, you know. Listen you didn't up. put it on the bowl after bowl chat. The bowl after bowl chat. Oh, that's right. I put it in the hog chat, didn't I? Yeah. Well, you know. Wherever's clever, we're in the smoker. Bowl we are after in the bowl smoker. and in the smoker. We are in the smoker. And we're in no rush to, like, move. No, I love it in away the smoker. You. No. It's no. a fantastic place to be. It's true. It's true. It's true. We have kind of another chat. We we only just set up this channel today. We'll post it again. Bowl after bowl is the hashtag. So I don't know if you can just click on that and it's that easy. I think so, though. I think so. Or if you have to add it manually. Pretty yeah. sure you can just click. It's easy to add it to, though. Just Hit the plus sign. Uh, when Nodebit set it up for me, I was trying to get it to have caps, capitals in the B and the A and the B. And it uh, doesn't have that. And I tried to change it a hundred hmm. times. But that's how it's going to be for right now. I'm going to continue to upload via Podbean. But you can get all of the episodes now at bowlafterbowl.com directly. You can just clip on episodes. Um, and that'll be that. You'll get it. You'll be able to play it in the web browser, or you can download it, or you can pull our feed, I believe, too. Bullafterbull.com slash feed should be where that is. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah, that... Bullafterbull.com. Bullafterbull.com. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> it's good to be able to have. May your bowls burn ever brighter. That's what he's going to have a generate, too. Yes. Dame Jennifer. A, what a dame. What a dame. What a There's dame. There's nothing like a dame. Nothing like a dame. Nothing like a dame. Well, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us 
uh, for this makeup show. And this is going to go out there and uh, hopefully cover for Tuesday. It's fucking embarrassing! <laughs> and be a little bit better. Thanks for hanging out. I've been Spencer. And I am still Lorian. And that is how... We launch a song. (laughs) We'll be seeing you guys Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Central. Stick around. We'll probably fool around after the stream. Love you. May your boy.